your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast. Alongside Chris Level, I'm Choice Woodman. Of course, this podcast, like all of ours, brought to you by our friends at Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Level, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, yeah, thank you to the folks at uh, Cantex uh, Roofing and Construction, uh, certainly for being a part of uh, this show uh, weekly. Uh, Red Raiders, uh, Grant McCaslin's group, three and zero after you know three conference games. They sit atop the Big Twelve standings with the Baylor Bears, uh, but about to get tougher. <laughs> about to get well, yes. Yeah, about to get uh, tougher, uh, but you know, hey, uh, I think you've you've uh, you've you've done more than maybe what people were expecting. I don't know. I, I think you know, y- you know, if you looked at it objectively, you would have thought you you really need to be two and one at least after yeah. three conference games. But uh, you're you're three and zero oh because of that road win and. Um, you know, you're, you're obviously your home win versus Kansas state, not easy at all. Uh, but, uh, but it's, it's been fun trying to, and what was fun about this past weekend and watching you beat Kansas state is that it was a different, it was a different path to victory, mm-hmm. uh, compared to what we had seen previously. Uh, because I, I would have thought based on kind of what we'd seen against really good teams. And I do think Kansas state is that. Uh, they're going to win plenty of games in the Big 12 um, it, that, you know, you had to shoot it well. You had to have one of those low turnover games and you had to not get hammered on the glass. And you you did have a fairly low turnover game with just nine. You doubled them up. They had 18, mm-hmm. uh, but you didn't. It, it was one of your worst shooting nights in a long while. Yep. Um, and yet you figured out a way to to manufacture some offense by getting to the free throw line and kind of grinding it out. And, you know, it's, you, you showed a lot of toughness and grit. Uh, and I think that's a credit to those kids and Grant and, and all that, because, you know, Kansas state, man, they're, they're, they're like you in that. I don't know if anybody's looking at them and saying, Hey, they're going to win the big 12. I don't know if they have enough to withstand the 18 game gauntlet and end up at, 14 and four, 15 and three, you know, something like that, which I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not sure what it's going to take conference record wise to get it done because it's just, I mean, I, I, I I think you probably got to be a bit better than 12 and six, uh, you know, to win the league, uh, you know, obviously, um, but you know, anyway, there's probably six to seven teams that are right there in that, non-true contender spot at least yet now grant would tell you hey we we should be in that category this is our goal and all those things but most of the outside folks that talk about this kansas state though they're gonna be right there in the in the thing they scoring athleticism length depth uh 
yeah, uh, playmaking, good guards, all that stuff, and and really good coach, obviously. But uh, yeah, you're fortunate enough to win that one. But hey, man, you don't apologize for it. You found a way, and uh, it, it was it was a lot of fun in the arena uh, over the weekend. You know, in your your recent history, at least the uh, the good years of recent history, it wasn't all games where you you ran away. Obviously, there were quite a few of these type of games where you had to grind out victories. But more often than not, you found a way to win games, even when you weren't shooting the ball well or when you weren't um, your A game wasn't on. You found a way to win games. And last year, the I mean, think about how many close losses you had last year where you found a way to lose games. So it, it is nice to see this kind of victory where it felt like you truly uh, snatched victory from the jaws of defeat after – I, and it was such a weird game, too, with Kansas State because it, you're up for most of the first half, and then you see one of the hottest shooting streaks within a game I've ever seen. Just nobody could miss, and Perry leads the way on that. Um, it, it, they had turned the ball over, I think, 41% of their possessions in the first half, yet you trailed by 11 at halftime. I mean, there, there was some weird, weird stuff going on. But again, yeah, that's what the, the good teams do in this league. You just find a way to get it done. And one point better is one point is a win. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Um, and, and, and you celebrate it. Um, yeah. And you and you understand that, it, you know, you're going to have to roll your sleeves up and, 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 you know, win these kinds of games or try to. But, you know, they, they always say, uh, you know, TTW, man, toughest team wins. Yeah. And I thought uh, Jerome Tang, after the game was over, he said, you know, this is, you, you know, when, when a team can get into the paint, get to the free throw line and get offensive rebounds in the last, you know, three to five minutes of a game, that's the team that usually wins. And this is what you did. So regardless of the, because the 20-0 run, you know, I, I'm trying to remember. There was a couple of games ago, uh, and, and what I mean by all this, what, what I lead into this is like you show up to the arena sometimes or or a stadium and you mm -hmm. see something for the first time. Yeah. And I, I think it was Darion Williams. It was a couple of games ago. Maybe it was against Oklahoma State. I guess it was. Um, and he he's on the opposite wing and he attempts. I think a I know three. what you're talking about. And it gets wedged in yes. the basket, like on the on the other side of it. I'm like, that's virtually impossible. I have never I, seen that before. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know how he did this. You get, I don't and know. I think it was against Oklahoma State. You get yes. the wedgie on the opposite side. <laughs> I, I mean the the math and the, the geometry on that has to be just yes. perfect for that to be able to happen. So yeah, but I, I, but you can add you can now add uh, yeah. a po opponent twenty zero run in your building to that because that was the first for me. Yeah, uh, it it felt helpless. Yes, it, it it felt like they were playing horse, um, and you you and you just were like you you got the horse really quickly uh, because oh well, that's a, that's an H for I you. Had, well, that's I'd an already o for you. I'd already resigned to the fact that I'll, I'm like okay. I got to change my mindset. You're not, you're not going to win them all. You weren't going to go 18 and 0. I had already just because of, yeah, well, so because of how helpless that feeling was, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're not going to miss this game. So. I oh, mean, well, what make, makes it even worse is 
you know, 12 of that 20 points was by Tyler Perry. Yes. And as he started, because he was held scoreless mm-hmm. in the first part of the half uh, for 10 to 12 minutes. Well, he made the first one. Then, then the second one went in. He starts to chirp at the bench a little bit, and uh-huh. there's a there's a lot of familiarity there. Oh yeah, and, and 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 still very close relationships, even you know before, during, and after this game. Yeah. Um. But but as he as the second one went in, and then the third one, and then yeah. the fourth one. I mean, he is like, dude, y'all y'all know what I'm capable of. I mean, like, are you gonna stop me? And then. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting because it later on in the game in the second half, he kind of he like text coaches would say about him, he's able to manipulate contact was yes. the way that they phrased it. Yes, and and, and it's it, basically it's a fancy way of selling. He can he can he can bait the official into a call. He can sell it. You know whatever. It's but he pretty well. It's contact. Yeah. Well, and, and when you're smaller. You have to get everything out of what you can, oh, sure. what you were God given, and and he he does this, and he and and Grant McCaslin is is looking like I just see the back of Grant, and I see Tyler Perry look directly that way, and he goes, "You taught me that, yeah. like he, <laughs> you, you you're you're the one that taught me yeah. that." Yeah. Again, wild uh, set of circumstances. Uh, you know, I mean that to the tech fan, this wasn't probably some big, you know, side story or, or sidebar to this game. I mean, internally it very much was, um, you know, because they had coached him for two years, but, um, yeah, the 20 0 run was a new one for me. Um, and, and he, he still has a lot of contact with folks. I just think that when you, if you were to look at bringing him in, would it have worked with he and and Pop? You know, would it have worked with um, he and uh, you know? I, I I don't know. You know, and I think that you run the like if you think about it, think it through. Why didn't you take him? Why wouldn't he? Why didn't he on your team? You could have gotten him, and I think you could have. If if you come in from camp, from North Texas, and you bring your your best player in, right? I think that you run the risk of just this is me connecting dots that I think that are there, but you run the <laughs> risk of all these other players think that automatically it's going to be all about the Tyler Perry. Yep. Favorites. You know, sure. And, and, and we don't, we don't necessarily want that, you know, and plus, you know, P- Perry is a one-year guy, um, you know, and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, between, you know, I think, you know, pop and Joe and, and all those things. So I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm just, speculating there but it was it was just kind of an interesting sidebar in the game over the weekend on kind of how how it played out and a 20 to run though to sum that up that that's wild man but you i think you answered it early in the second half with like a seven or an eight oh run of yourself to kind sure. of get back into this game a little bit uh warren washington did a good job in some isolation situations in the paint able to get some buckets kind of stop the bleeding a bit allow you to get your your sea legs under you and then you just you just grinded because um, you were still down eight points with three minutes to go, I think. Um, and, yeah. And figured out a way, man. Yeah, did figure out a way. Um, as you mentioned, though, it does get a little tougher. Uh, you go up against a Houston team um, in Houston that was ranked number two in the country last week. Uh, obviously, Went through the gauntlet of the Big 12 and experienced some of that. But this is a 
this is still, uh, in my opinion, level, and you could disagree or agree. I don't either way. I, this is still one of your uh, top three teams in the Big Twelve as far as title contenders that you're going to hit the road to their place this week. Yeah, and I was I was looking just to make sure before I said this, but uh, yeah, they had an zero and two week last week. Yeah. Tough tough uh, trips to Ames and to Fort Worth. Uh, yet they are still mm-hmm. number one in the net rankings in the country, even with two a, losses. Yeah, even with two losses, went from fourteen and zero to fourteen and two, and one and two in the league, and and yet mm-hmm. yeah, still number one in the net rankings. I mean, I, I've seen, I, I think you've probably seen this as well, but you, you know the. ESPN does these like analytical, like yep. projecting who's going to win these games. I the think they have BPI, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah. Or no, I haven't seen it for this game. For this game? No. They give Texas Tech like a 4% chance to win this game. <laughs> it's wow. like 95% and change. Wow. Uh, in favor of Houston based on just the, the numbers. And I don't know if they factor in, ooh, they're going to be pissed. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I will maintain this. You probably have a better than 4% chance of winning this game. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I think that goes without saying, okay. However, this is either going to be the best time to play Houston or the absolute worst. I mean, they, uh, th- there's, there's a hole in the side of the locker room in Shulmire arena in Fort Worth because of some frustration there's, you know, I mean, they, you know, after they dropped that uh, that loss or that game, you know, over the weekend in Fort Worth, right? And you know, again, I think Kellen, you know, Kelvin Sampson, his son's name's Kellen, associate coach, I think, but sure. Kelvin Sampson, uh, he has said on the record repeatedly that this this fifteen and one or sixteen and two conference record that we've kind of been able to, you know, th- those days are over. Yeah, like it, it's it, any any road win that you get is to be you know it's like you 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 run out of there as quick as you can, and hope that they don't take it away from you, and and you know you, you take advantage of your opportunities at home, and so obviously they're back home now and be a sold out for Tennis Center and and all that. So yeah, the Red Raiders are certainly going to have their hands full, and plus you have potential ranking and a three and zero conference record uh bullseye on your back and and all those things but you just have to you, you're gonna have to withstand the storm but yeah houston is is very talented they just but again the league is harder than what they've been used to and it, it will ultimately benefit them not that anybody's worried about them right uh but that's why the big 12 has been able to do so well in march uh, i think in recent years just because the league just it prepares you for it you know, I'm not sure, Level, that this isn't your toughest game. Just looking at it from this point on, toughest game on your schedule left. Uh, I, it, I, I don't disagree. Like, because at least when you play Kansas, you have them at home. Um, I mean, this is a road game, and I think you're right. You're going to get a team that's going to be pretty angry after a couple of losses. And, and you know, well, Samson knows the Big 12, and he could preach to his team how tough it was going to be on the road, but until they actually experienced it, now that they've gone through it, they, they are getting it. So you got to think this team is going to be um, plenty ripe for this game. Yeah, you know, and, and angry may not necessarily be the right way to phrase it, but I, I think even more important, they'll be extremely motivated. That's a better word, yep. 
Yeah. And that's the, you know, all the little things, um, you know, yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, you pull this one off, man. I mean, <laughs> you, you ought to be dancing in the streets because you're right. I mean, theoretically there there's no better win in the country that anybody could go get than winning at Houston right now based on yeah, road yeah. game and, and their net ranking. It doesn't exist yeah. as far as like toughest games on paper, right? Uh, they were the last undefeated team. And so anyways, so we'll see what you get. The yeah. tricky thing though, the tricky thing is that when we start playing this data game and this resume game with the net rankings, you know what BYU's net ranking is? I don't. That's who's here on Saturday. Right. They are fourth. Oh, that helps. The computers love them, but based on what they did in the non-conference. And again, it it, it yeah. the ranking that they had them, they were 12th in the country, you know, pre, you know, uh with, with the AP top 25s and all that. But yeah, their their net ranking right now is currently sits at fourth. And you know they're they're one and two in the conference. Wow. So uh, point being, like if you were to get a couple of wins this week, you, I mean your your net ranking would be, I mean it, it, well could, your your it, net's going to go up just by playing games this week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, even if you were to go zero and two, your net would go up. You're you're, you're right. Now you have to accumulate enough wins for it sure. to to all matter. But no, these are these are quad one games. Uh, you know, right now. You know the the as good as you feel. You're at fourteen and two. You're three and zero oh in the league. Your best win on paper is still the one in Austin, which mm -hmm. is not that impressive, but it's your only quad one win. Yeah. Um. And and you know and, and then you beat Kansas State on uh over the weekend, and your I think your net went from thirty dropped to thirty seven because mm -hmm. Kansas State wasn't as 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 good. Um. So. It's just fascinating how the data and, and the numbers move because yeah, you, you you play Houston in Houston and you could lose and your 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 net is gonna go way up based yeah. on just the fact that you played. Yeah, I think a one and one week here is uh highly acceptable. Well and you, and, but but let's be honest though, you have to have that. You have to have a one and one yeah. week. Like you've gotta win that home game at least. You got to. Yeah, you you really do. I mean, it, it's uh, not not only is it just important because look at the the week after, you know, it's like you you have a buy or whatever. But I guess the, the the next week and a half you have a buy. Yeah, uh, you play Saturday against BYU, then you don't play again until the following Saturday in Norman. In Norman, yep. Yeah, and then I think you turn right around and you go to Fort Worth and play an early week game in Tuesday. Fort Worth the, the following, yeah, that following week. So basically, I, I guess what I'm saying is three of your next four are on the road. And, and yep. none of them look easy on paper at all. Yeah. Got a question from the audience. Let's get to that one uh, regarding basketball. It says, Level, are we Big 12 championship contenders now? If not, what else do you need to see to feel like we are? Well, you, you, you've you got to – I think you've got to win some more games on the road uh, before I think you can legitimately – you know, but, but I mean, again, you're, you're as much of a contender as anybody right now with your, your undefeated conference record, but you've got 15 of these left. Sure. And, you know, um, three of your next four are on the road, you know, so you start doing the math, you know, if you don't win any road games over that stretch, you're going to be close to, you know, 500 after, you know, the first seven conference games, um, just because there's just no, I mean, there, there's just nothing on the schedule that you go, okay, we can get right here or kind of, 
we should win this game kind of kind of mentality. Sure. Uh, there, there's going to be a lot of you need to win this game, uh, you know, because I'm I'm even I thought differently uh, a couple of weeks ago than I do now. Your next three home games are against the three. I think they're on consecutive Saturdays with with a, a trip to Oklahoma. So three of your next four Saturdays, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're against uh, three of the of the the newbies that have joined the league. You've yep. got BYU, you've got Cincinnati, and you've got Central Florida. I think in in that order. And BYU, we, we've established their net ranking and how well that they were yeah. in uh, in in the non conference. You know, you you wanted to look at Cincinnati and go, eh, I don't think they're any good. Well, they almost just beat Baylor in Waco on a Saturday night without their starting center even playing. I mean, they gave the Bears all that they wanted. And most people would tell you Baylor is a Final Four contender or a, a league title contender and all that. So Cincinnati, I mean, they didn't shy away from it. Um, yeah. Wes, Wes Miller's doing a really good job there as they kind of – and then – Central Florida, it's like, well, they, they just pulled off a win over Kansas, which yeah. is, you know, they've got multiple All-Americans and it does Kansas and all that stuff. So, yeah, good luck, man. I mean, uh, but, yeah, you know, can you win this league? You're going to have to win some games, plural, on the road. And you've won one, but you, you probably need two or three more and then to hold serve at home to get it done. Because, I mean, I think I, I think it's going to take at least 13-5 and five in your conference record to, to win the league. And even then you could be tied with somebody. Yeah. It may come down to like a head to head or, or whatever, but uh, I, I'd, I'd be willing to bet 13 and five, 14 and four. I just don't know. I think the league is too difficult for anybody to get to like a 15 and three record. That's my, that's my take. And, and, and again, the while we're talking about you, you've got to stay healthy. You know, you just can't afford to to have anybody uh, miss some time, which is why it was such a big deal for Grant McCaslin to shout out Mike Neal and the trainer. So, Level, we've established how tough of a game Houston's going to be this week. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, as we've seen, they've gone down two times in a row. So what is the formula for Tech to be able to go get a win on the road in, in a really tough environment? Well, I, I think uh, I think where Texas Tech really struggled against Kansas State is in the half court uh, against Kansas State's length and athleticism. Houston has this as well, and so you've got to do you've got to be able to turn over Houston and then take advantage of it. That's what you couldn't really do a good job of. You you turn these guys over a bunch, but then it's 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 your transition offense. Uh, you know you've got to be able to capitalize in the break and and capitalize on mistakes and generate some offense this way. Um, and and then I, I would tell you, you know, Houston is scary good on the glass. They're they're elite defensively, okay, yeah. but they're also scary good on the glass. You've got to do a good job uh, on on the glass on yeah. both ends of the floor uh, because if not, they just kind of maul you. Um, and and that's what you know. And and don't forget, you'll see a, a familiar face on that on that Houston roster, Malik Wilson. Uh, who I was, did forget, was, yeah, was run out of here about a year ago um, by the previous staff. Didn't want him back. Didn't think he was, you know, this or that. I guess, and he ends up at Houston. He's he's in the rotation. Uh, he's yeah. playing, uh, so he's uh, he's still that elite uh, athlete and uh, and all those things. And so, yeah, he, you think he, he may be a bit motivated too. All right, one more question from the audience before we uh, put a bow on this one because it's really important stuff. It's one of those, uh, the start bench cut level. 
the, um, the listener bench Mike McCarthy, <laughs> uh, cut Dak Prescott. Oh gosh, uh, start Trey Lance. I, I don't. Okay, what, what are you gonna ask me? Yeah, man, I have trust issues, not because of any relationships, just because of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my trust <laughs> issues are. Like, how am I ever gonna trust them? They had the best path ever to get to the NFC Championship but, game. But it was the most Cowboys thing ever. It absolutely was. Yeah. But yeah. goodness gracious. I bought in again and had hope and uh, youngest team in the league, big underdog. Oh, um, I mean, sorts. you know, th- I know on the road against a team that had won sixteen straight. Green Bay didn't care. They of course, everybody's in. darling Dan Quinn right now gets <laughs> Oh, he's yeah, that, that that was really embarrassing. Uh, yeah, a lot of blame to go around in that one for Plenty. the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Anyway, so much more Start important. Start bench cut. Okay. Much more important than uh, than that. Uh, this one is from Jeff. Says start bench cut. Pancakes, waffles, French toast, breakfast foods. <laughs> um start waffles as long as they're crispy i mean undone or un un you know yeah not, non-crispy waffles are just a mess um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna um bench pancakes and then i'm gonna cut french toast oh, wow i will tell you that there is some fancy french toast that i would start but like generally speaking french toast if if, if we're talking texas toast i've actually had banana bread french toast before i mean Ooh, some dang. of these shenanigans are phenomenal they would move to the top of it but generally speaking if we're just keeping everything at their base that's right. how i would roll you know because there's no no better butter and syrup delivery device than than the waffles little like pockets especially when there's some crispy action going on there so compartmentalize yeah the waffles. Mean, that, that's all these are is just uh butter and syrup delivery devices essentially do you get fancy with the syrup or are you just going? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> boysenberry. Yeah. Bench that too. Or strawberry <laughs> or blueberry. No bench it all. Uh, maple. <laughs> what do you think I used to hold my hair up there? Slick. Uh, you know, what's that? What's that? The, I was at the line from, uh, uh the hangover. Yeah. The hangover. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. So, all right. So now we got levels of basketball takes and breakfast food takes. So we're, we're good to go for this week. Level. Appreciate you as always, and uh, hopefully at least another win, maybe a couple of wins next week. I don't want to get greedy, but I uh, would love to. Oh well, yeah, you can, you can get greedy. We can we can get greedy all we want. It's okay. just, you, but you also have to be realistic. You know, oh, you, okay. need to, you know, mesh the two thought processes there. Uh, okay, at least yeah. a one in one week. Yeah, or next mesh. week that we. Yeah, mesh. that's right. Hey, that's very nice. Uh, hope for one in one. You know, uh, demand one in one. It's demand. all the same, but but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but, but hope these kids can continue to play well, stay healthy yeah, and and all that, because it's been a lot of fun to watch and and Grant do his thing, squeezing uh, water out of a rock at some level with, with, uh, what, what he's got, but they're, they're playing, uh, well, um, they play hard, uh, and, and we'll kind of see what we get, but appreciate, uh, you Woodman. Um, and, uh, thank you for everybody being a part of this one. And thank you again to Cantex, uh, roofing and construction. Yes, sir. That is Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned in to the Ask Level podcast powered by Double T 97.3. Y'all have a great week. You've been listening to the Ask Level podcast powered by Double T 97.3.